Welcome to JJ the Wedding Planner Podcast, the podcast for all the lovebirds who are young or young at heart, the non-traditionalists who might like some traditions, los que hablan español, inglés, or maybe more like Spanglish, where the one rule is that we are exclusively inclusive. I'm JJ, and after almost eight years in the wedding industry serving couples of all backgrounds, I realized that there wasn't a central place where I can send them to hear from all the amazing POC professionals that I had met. So, aquí estamos para servirles. After each episode, you will walk away feeling empowered to take on the bits of planning that lead up to your big day, while keeping la tía lovingly off your back. Bienvenidos! Bienvenidos a episodio número dos. Welcome to episode number two. I am so excited that you are here and I don't know if you can tell by my voice, but I am definitely hyped up for today's episode. Today we are actually starting a theme that will last probably two to three episodes long. So in episode one, I told you a little bit of the format, how it's going to be. We're going to cover a certain section and each one is going to last a few episodes. So today we're going to start the pre-planning phase. This means that you haven't just yet booked your venue and, and like actually gone all in. This is still in the pre-production, I guess you could say, and still in the getting things together. So number one thing that I want to make sure you have prepared for today's episode is go and download your free engagement jump start kit. This is going to be um, a printout. You go, you input your email, I send it right to you, and you're going to be able to, pr like I said, print it out, take notes, ask some questions for yourself, have some talking points to go over with your fiance and it's just overall going to be really helpful to have an actual physical printed copy. I know we are all about the age of technology and love having that around but trust me when I say it's easier sometimes to just have things printed and on paper. So you're going to go to tinyurl.com slash jumpstartkit and again um Download it if you want to. Maybe you're driving right now, so maybe you're not able to download right now, but make sure you come back and do so. I will be mentioning mentioning it, mentioning it a couple times during the episode, so hopefully that is a reminder to you, um, but you're going to want to have that with you. It will be helpful, so don't forget. Go to tinyurl.com forward slash jumpstartkit. All right, let's get ready for this episode. Okay, so now that we have all of those basics in play and in order and we're ready to get started, your tip number one for the pre-planning process is to get organized. So there's a few different ways to do that. You want to get organized physically and um, virtually and there's quite a few things. So to get started, Number one, get a physical notebook. Typically, I love a three ring binder. That's actually what I use for every single one of my couples. I have a specific binder for each one of them. In that binder, some of the things you're gonna keep in there are contracts, um, notes, 
printouts, anything that you receive from a vendor, maybe a pay schedule, any of those little things you're going to want to keep in here. So I know we're not at the planning part just yet, but you want to be prepared. So get yourself a binder. It's literally at the Dollar Tree. Get that. I always like to put a cute little picture of my couple in the front. So if you want to do that, if you um, have a cute picture from your engagement with your partner, you want to put that in there, do it. It will make you want to use it more often. The next part of getting organized, I always suggest is also to start a new wedding email. Um, so this helps because when you're looking for quotes, when you're talking to vendors, when you're filling things out online, you're going to get a bunch of emails and you don't want to have to make that go to your personal email. If you create an email that is just for your wedding that both of you have access to, then it doesn't have to go to one of your emails and you have to forward it and it gets lost in between junk mail or your work emails and things like that. So make sure you create something. It could be something specific to your names. It could be something specific to your date. Maybe you have a favorite quote or a favorite movie. To get creative. It's all good. Personally, I love Gmail. That's my jam. I think it's the most secure email. It has a lot of great function for being able to organize things in there. So uh, start a new email. That is a must from the very beginning. Now, if you're finally in the phase where you're getting ready to dream and you're getting ready to just have some a flow of ideas, I suggest to, if you haven't already done this, start a Pinterest board and or a shared Google Photos folder. Those are two different things. So Pinterest, number one, is great for finding outside ideas. So for example, if you're dreaming about what your ideal venue would be and you really want, for example, a summer garden wedding. If literally all you type in is summer, summer garden wedding into Pinterest, you're going to get tons of ideas. So you can scroll through and save those um, pictures and ideas and things. Maybe there's specific colors you really like. Maybe there's a cute little like agua fresca stand that you want to use. All those little things, save them into something that you can come back and look at. And now the shared Google folder is kind of the same idea. It's like a place to uh, just save a whole bunch of stuff. For example, if you're at the store and you're taking pictures of things you might possibly want to buy and then you want to share that with your partner instead of sending it in a text or in an airdrop because again, that can get lost in your camera roll, share it in a Google folder, Google picture folder um, that is, again, it's through Gmail. So if you have Gmail, then you're good because then you can always go back and look at that specific folder and the pictures and images don't get lost. So all of this, um, you know, this whole phase of pre-planning is going to depend on how soon you want to get married, how much time you want to be able to save and all of that. So if you're looking at six months, a year or even two years down the line, all these things are going to look very different. The pre-planning and the planning phases are all going to look very different. But these are basics for if you're looking at, I would say anywhere between 12 to 18 months, this is the order I'm going to be going in at that pace. So again, if you're getting married in the next six months and you just got engaged and you just want a very quick engagement and you're really excited and you just want to do it right away, then your phase, your pattern, your timeline is going to be different. So adjust this to whatever works for you. Once you're done with this episode, go and do it. None of this should take you more than about a day to do. Starting an email, 
purchasing a folder, maybe you already have a folder and you just have to get rid of the junk, and starting a Pinterest board. All of these little things are very quick and very easy, but trust me when I say that they will help you in the process of planning. It's going to help you keep organized. You're not going to be losing things or forgetting things or forgetting where you saw them. You and your partner will be able to be on the same page, and this will help slightly keep your sanity as you get onto the planning process. Okay, so here we go. This is the first version, the first question that we have for our social question sessions. These are questions submitted by you, the listeners, on our Instagram, which is at JJ the Wedding Planner. Yes, we're plugging that in. And this one comes from at Chow underscore Adriana. And they ask, How many months do you think are needed to plan a beautiful wedding? So, again, Quick questions, quick tips. That's the goal. A few of my top thoughts on this is number one, beautiful is going to be different for every person and every couple. So for some people, beautiful is a huge sprawling 50k wedding with all of the friends and family members they have ever met. And for some people, beautiful is an intimate ceremony with their closest family and their closest friends. So Number one, figure out what beautiful is to you. Again, this is some of the stuff that we're already covering right now in this in this pre-planning sessions, this pre-planning time, but figure out what does beautiful look like to you? Is it the extreme high? Is it extreme intimate? Is it somewhere in between? Figure that out first, right? You can't make plans until you have the goal. So once you have that, figure out what in that is most important to you. So for some people, it's really important for them to have tons of natural, real flowers all around. If that's your jam, great, that's awesome. Then focus your budget on that, focus your vision on working closely with your florist and your planner on how to make that dream come true. But for some, that doesn't matter at all. And maybe it's your big dress or maybe it's a very specific suit you wanna wear. Maybe it's these, you know, dream cake that you saw. Whatever is special to you personally and or as a couple, maybe for you all, you would rather it be a very small wedding but with really, really amazing food, then that's what's important to you and focus on that. So again, what is it? What do you want the vision of your wedding to look like and what with the wedding is most important to you. I would suggest the two of you get together, each of you write like the top five things that are important to you in your wedding. Before you have a conversation, before you, you know, are biased by what your partner has said, just start this list. The five, the two of you write five things, right? Maybe for you personally, it's the food, how many guests you can have, your dress, the flowers, and the stationery, right? I'm just kind of throwing some examples out here. Depending on what your partner is into, maybe they have some of the, hopefully they have some of the things that you have in common. And then that way, for example, if the two of you are really into the photography or really into a specific type of meal that you want to have served, then you know that that is important for both of you. So create these lists alone first and then come together and talk about it. Figure out how you can make that come true. Next, you're going to have to figure out how long you're going to need to save up for that. So this is really where the true question of how many months or how long, right? Some people, you just want a small 
short, intimate ceremony, and you can plan that out and it'd be beautiful and perfect within six months. Some people want a bigger wedding and it takes more planning and more people are involved and that might be 12 to 18 months from now, right? Everyone's gonna be different. And the biggest part of all of this is how are you going to pay for it? So maybe your parents, maybe you have the ability that your parents are able to pitch in some specific amount or maybe they're covering something uh, specific like the cake or like they're covering your venue, whatever. That is gonna be very different than for those who you're putting it all in yourself with your partner, right? And maybe some of you, you've already been saving. Maybe you've already known that you're kind of gonna be looking into getting married at some point in the future. Maybe you already had a savings account together. So if you're starting from zero or if you're starting from having, you know, $5,000 saved, this is all gonna look different. So you have to break it down to what is important to you, how you're gonna make this happen, and how how long it's gonna take you to save, but so that you're not going crazy, right? You don't want to cut down so much that you're not able to do some of, of the basic necessities and have some of your essentials, especially in the time that we are in right now. We're in the midst still of this pandemic and we're uncertain for a lot of people what their job is gonna look like. So this is all about perspective. Take time to dream about what you want, figure out what is gonna work for both of you, and then break it down into how much you need to save up. I have seen weddings done within four months. That is completely possible. Weddings done with two years in advance. So figure out what is right for both of you and then run with that. And don't let anyone else judge you for your choices, whether it's, oh, that's too long from now, or, oh, why are you doing it so fast? Look, this is your wedding for the two of you. I know it's difficult because, you know, family and friends, they love coming in with their opinions, but do your best to just focus on what is good for the two of you. I always come back to the idea that the wedding day is big and it's important and it's beautiful, but you're starting a marriage. So keep that in your mind, keep that as the focus of what you're doing. So I hope that is helpful. That is the question for this episode and there'll be another one next time. So that's it for now. Okay, friends, that's it for today. Thank you so much for joining us. We can be BFFs on Facebook or Insta at JJ the Wedding Planner. Or if you're actually looking for information on wedding planning or coordination services, you can head over to our website, jjtheweddingplanner.com. And please don't forget to leave us a review on today's episode. Let us know what you thought. Was this helpful? And the more five-star reviews that we get, the better chance we have at reaching more people with this information. Thank you so much again and we'll see you soon. Los quiero. Adios.